Are we rolling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's sound? How's sound? Beep. All right, guys. All right, one take. All right, mark it. All right, action. Like film, that's what they all say. Great movies, it's the American way. I wish they had a show where they reviewed movies, which they do. It's called the Film and You Win Show. I like movies, big, big movies, big movies. It's floating pictures, it's so great. Movies, so join us, everybody, for the Film and You Win Show. Well, hello, everyone. How's it going? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever day of quarantine you're in. This is the Film and You In show. I am Max, and I am here as always with this other person, oh. Juliet. Hi. <laughs> you're just another person. That was, oh, just just another person. You're a special guest, even though you're on the show every single week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm special in my own mind. Uh, we watched the movie Onward, and we just thought it was really important to talk about a movie about brotherly love. So Juliet and I have invited both of our sisters onto the show right. to explain about that. Because so, all of us have brothers, except for you. That's true. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Because yeah. like, I have what? a brother, too. <laughs> no, no, right. no. I was thinking about myself. I actually... Pre- I you was, forgot you had a brother? I was confused, yeah. All right, so this this address the first person talking right now. Uh, she's also quarantining with us. She's here uh, in person, uh, made the appearance, and she decided to stay here for a month or maybe even longer. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, we have Miriam. This is my sister. How's it going? Welcome to the show. Oh, yeah, pretty good. Thanks for having me. I'm forced to be here. Yeah, this is part of the quarantine deal. You want to stay with us, you have to talk about a movie once yeah. a week. So. The government has mandated that you do this podcast with us, Miriam. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Juliet, would you like to introduce uh, the other sister? Yes, the other sister. <laughs> the other sister. Coming, coming from Maryland. <laughs> coming in hot from Haverty Grace, Maryland. It's my sister, Leanne, who's quarantined at home with the rest of the family. Ooh. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> How's it been going? It is moving along slowly, <laughs> but surely. How many people are in your house? Uh, three other humans, two dogs, and a cat. Okay. These three other <laughs> yeah. humans. I heard one is really into Zac Efron. <laughs> one is in love with Zac Efron, the father of the family. He, he will not turn off a Zac Efron movie. If he turns it off, it's to a different Zac Efron movie. That's We've watched like 17 it. again about 10 times. <laughs> I, I have to give a shout out to Leanne because unlike unemployment, uh, Leanne delivered first and she gave us her password for Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. So she has been spreading the love during the, these tough times of uh, Disney Plus. So, you know, yeah. we have not watched High School Musical yet, but we did yes. watch Onward. So we thought we'd talk about that first. Maybe we'll have your dad on to talk about High School Musical, the whole trilogy. Oh, that'll last like five seconds. Fall asleep. Like He's going to fall asleep like, on me. You know, the second one, yeah. they play golf. <laughs> My very first uh, moment with your father watching a uh, movie was Roadhouse. Yeah. And he fell asleep in the first act. Yes. Oh, we watched that the other day. Did How, how long did he last that time? To be honest, don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I think I spent the first 30 minutes talking about Black Dog instead of Roadhouse. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about Onward yeah. a little bit. Uh, this Because this is a movie that we all watched, correct? We yes. did. Yes, we did. We did. Um, we saw it on Disney+. Plus. This is a movie that's supposed to be in theaters, but obviously there's uh, something going on, so movies aren't really in theaters yeah. already anymore. So we're entering yeah. a new 
era where a new a new era where movies are just getting released on digital demand now so disney plus coming in clutch yeah so onward just uh, this past week we're recording this on uh monday it was like this past friday uh, I think it was like the 4th of April got released on digital. The 3rd of April got, mm-hmm. uh, what day is what it really? What day though? is it? Um, Friday. <laughs> it got released recently uh, on digital download and we all watched Onward and this is Pixar's 22nd film. Wow. And uh, it's inter- as far as Pixar goes, you know, a very successful company, but it's kind of entering a very weird time because uh, this is now kind of being kind of viewed as one of the more unsuccessful like flops that onward Pixar is. has had. What? Yeah. So Pixar onward went into its weekend definitely like a week prior to like the big pandemic pandemic mm-hmm. and it uh the budget was not released but it kind of entered into like the opening weekend roughly like forty million dollars, which is pretty low when usually Pixar movies are like hundred seventy five million. So it's huh? a financial flop but it's uh, like 95 on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to determine if a movie is good or bad right now. I'm saying just as far as finance, what Pixar's expectations are, usually generally their budget's like 175 to 200 million. Uh, coronavirus is definitely hitting this one hard. Yeah. Uh, this has kind of been their worst debut uh, given the inflation rate because it did better than what the first Toy Story did, but it was a different sure. time. I think during these times, though, that's not the best metric then to use is box office because people can't go, go to, to the box office. Yeah, but I, this is based on the opening weekend when all theaters were going when it came out okay. March 8th. Oh. And now and I wanted to bring it up because we're entering this kind of weird time where this is a film that's supposed to be getting its legs in theaters still and still being played, but it's not. But it, it opened up in a really bad weekend and now this has just been devastating because it's not continuing. And I just thought that was interesting looking at Onward because Pixar is known to just... I mean, well, you name it. They're successful. What Their a weird time to run. release it unless they were specifically trying to release it for spring break while kids were home from school and to try to get that. Like, the, the timing of releasing this is kind of weird in general. Well, yeah, but I think Pixar, Pixar just... Pixar. Pixar. I think Pixar just releases movies and it doesn't care because, I mean, like, Incredibles 2 They're like, brought in, whatever. like, what, $1.9 billion or something? Like, I mean, Pixar. That was Memorial Day release, though, wasn't it? Yeah, but, I mean, they can just release movies whenever they want. It's Pixar, you know? You'll go see Coco. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, that's. That's Disney, isn't it? Uh, that's Disney Pixar, right? Pixar. Yeah, oh. oh. I think it was Pixar, yeah. Oh. oh. Mike dropped. Don't Just drop these kidding. mics. I'm not going to drop this mic. I think I'm, people still don't have Disney Plus that much. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, and it, I don't think they promoted it enough. Like all of a sudden they just started talking about it two days before it came out, it felt like. Yeah. And I feel I didn't even know about this movie really until I would say the whole shelter in place happened. And then it was like, oh, people are posting. I'm watching Onward right. at Home with my kids. Because they didn't get to do, they only did like two or three interviews about it before the quarantine started. Like oh, they were right. getting ready to do a full press tour still. Hmm. So Miriam, I'll okay. flip it over to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt you were the most stoked in our uh, our shelter in place house right now to watch Onward. For uh, sure. Why? Well, I mean, I think uh, I have an affinity for animated films and particularly Pixar films. So that might be the only reason why, <laughs> I think. It's just I, I like animation. And uh, I think I saw the first uh, teaser trailer for this maybe in July. It might have been at Incredibles 2. No, that was two years ago. 
Yeah, but it still could have been Incredibles too. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was one of those. I also really enjoy fantasy and fantasy series and that genre. So I I think that was what kind of drew me to this. So I wasn't super stoked about you know everything about the plot, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into all those good okay. plot things in a little bit, Juliet. Yeah. Were you pumped to see Onward? Are I you mean, an Onward fan? Okay. So I thought it was two different movies um, for, <clears throat> for a while because I thought there was a movie about uh, a fantasy world that was taken over by kind of technology and then like nobody cared about the fantastical things that they could do as creatures anymore. And so it was like a journey to rediscover their, you know, the, the, the love of the magic that was what they all were. And then I thought there was a completely different Pixar movie coming out about two brothers that have half a dad and they're just traveling around with their half a dad trying to get the rest of them. Then when the movie was finally, uh, I guess when Miriam was talking about like, oh, Onward, we can watch Onward because we have Mm -hmm. Disney Plus. I realized, yeah, I realized that there were two movies were the same movie. And so that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I followed 80% of what you said there. No, uh, I, I, I get it. I, get it. I, doesn't listen I followed all of it. Thank you. I think it speaks a lot to how they marketed this. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. There, there was definitely trailers and teasers that were like, yes, this in a fantasy world. Right. And, and then there was like, oh, I'm an awkward teenager. Oh, yeah. my dad, magic. <laughs> oh, um, no, my dad's a half a body. <laughs> Leanne, would this be a movie you would see in theaters, or would this be eventually something you just watch when it was on Disney Plus? I feel like being in Maryland, I probably would have waited for it. If I was in LA, I probably would have seen it right away in theaters. But out here, I would have just waited for it to come on to Disney Plus. Why? Why? Why would you rather see it in theaters in LA? That I went out more to the movies in LA. Here, it's like that makes eh, sense. I'll just see it at home. Sure. Okay. Don't really venture it. The, yeah. the closest movie theater here was like, what, 30 minutes, 20 minutes away anyway? You <laughs> wouldn't go. So, <laughs> so it's safe to say you wouldn't go on an epic quest to go see Onward. No, so. yeah, not going on an epic quest. <laughs> all right. Well, I think before we get into all the spoilers and stuff and dive into our film focus of Onward, I'm excited to be with uh, this foursome right now to go on this mm-hmm. epic quest of film discussion. Yeah. I'm really holding on to that epic quest. The, uh, the sibling joke. quest. The sibling quest. Together. So hopefully everyone's ready to, we'll buckle up and we'll get in our Pegasus minivan or what was the minivan called? Guinevere. 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 Sorry. My bad. So yeah, we're going to obviously get into a bunch of spoilers discussing the movie. And then after this, we have gathered our top five sibling movies. Yeah. And I think it's safe to say when we get it to that part, uh, we probably all have the most random top fives, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. So we'll see. Can't um, wait. All right. Let's do it. Let's do the film focus of Onward. Hey, hey, Hocus Pocus, it's the film focus. All right. Let's focus on this movie. As we mentioned, this is Pixar's 22nd animated feature film, Onward. Basically, we know that this is a movie that takes place in a magical world where magic is real. But I guess, what would you say, Miriam, Juliet, Leanne, help me out with this, like, urban sprawl has kind of suppressed the magic now? I mean, I is think it's kind just of like development. Just people, like, lost yeah. The... yeah, they just kind of 
developed from there. Yeah, I mean... Old world ways. Technology uh, taking over old tradition. Yeah, you don't need your wings because we've got a machine that will take you somewhere. So it's sort of... Sort of like what's happened in our world where technology takes over a lot of things. The ticker gerbs. Ticker gerbs. Yeah, I don't use my wings anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I don't use any of the magic I have anymore. Like the magic where I can just create jobs out of thin air. I don't use that. I don't use that magic skill anymore. Uh, (laughs) Unless someone wants to pay us to podcast, uh, you can find us on filming you in at gmail.com. All right. And that was great. That was the film focus of Onward. So, uh, so, uh, yeah, but so this is a magical fictional world. Clearly, it's a fictional world. Are you sure? I don't know. Based on a true story. (laughs) This was a crazy Netflix doc about this magical world. But we're focused. Our main characters are these two brothers, Ian and Barley. Of course, uh. Voice. I forgot their names. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a great start. I was like, he just made up two names, didn't he? <laughs> no, I just, no, that <laughs> came that came from the movie. <laughs> Barley is memorable. Um, yes. Interesting uh, for Disney to just be borrowing out of the Marvel universe, where they have Spider Man and Star Lord play brothers. Right. So that was a. Uh, I, I didn't know this was a sequel to Endgame. They don't want to pay anybody else. Yeah, it's basically. In the well, and Octavia Spencer is going to be the new. Doctor Strange. We all know that is happening soon. (laughs) So, Juliet, discuss the relationship between these brothers. Well, you know, you've got the the one younger brother. It's about to be his 16th birthday. He's that classic awkward teen. He doesn't really have any friends. This is Ian. This is Ian, played by Tom Holland, because they got real creative with trying to find an awkward teen. Well, Michael Sarah was busy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so, you know, he's he wishes he had friends. He does um he misses his dad. He never even got to meet his father. He died like when he was a super little baby or she was pregnant or something like that. I think he was like a baby like it insinuated he never even really met his I think father. He, she was pregnant I think she was when pregnant he when he died. died. Because we yeah. see a picture of them when she's pregnant with the dad there. And then the next picture we see are he's a baby, dad's gone. So I think he died before he was born. No, I think I've, that's what I thought. I remember there was a part at the very end that conflicted with me of like, well, you know, I haven't seen him since I was born or something. It was confusing. There was like a line like that earlier. I don't earlier. know. I don't think there was. I feel like there like would have been a photo of him holding him had he been there yes, when he was yeah. born. Oh, okay. Classic Pixar. Gotta <laughs> no. have a dead parent. I'm taking, so... I'm taking a knee on this one. <laughs> you guys are right. I'm so wrong. yeah, you know, Ian, awkward teen, played by Tom Holland. He has this fun-loving brother who's a little bit of a loser. He's just kind of a Obsessed with this D and D game. That sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Miriam, you you brought this up when we were watching it. They kept saying that he's a loser, yeah, but and insinuating, like, but he kind of is just more of just a normal. Yeah, nerd. like he built his own car. That's super cool. He plays D and D. Awesome. I mean, and- I think it's because he doesn't have a job, and he graduated school essentially and he's just been on a sabbatical just building his yeah because she, she mentioned a gap year yeah. yeah a very long gap year i think she called yeah. it yeah so yeah. that that's the part i got for me is that he's a loser as in he doesn't really have a career path or a job that was kind of the part but the movie seems to at least the way i looked at it insinuate oh man look at this gross van he has and 
you know, like all this kind of stuff. Like, I, what an embarrassment. And I kind of thought, like, did that really land well, for everyone? I, I kind of thought like, he wasn't a loser. I feel like no. they wanted it to go in that direction. They wanted to explain, like, what a loser everyone thought they, that he was to show that progression of, like, the progression was the audience and the people around Barley, played by Chris Pratt, who... <laughs> <laughs> the, the the audience around him in the movie and watching the movie see that no he was a diamond in the rough like everything he he had issues just like his little brother had issues with the dad because he actually knew his dad he was too afraid and too sad to like hug him yeah when he was dying yeah so like it was kind of showing this ptsd that this guy had and that's why he hadn't really moved on to the next step of his life it didn't mean that he was a loser but he was being seen as a loser so i think it was kind of to give people a little like wake up of like not everyone it's people that are like this sometimes are going through some shit yeah i think it was more on uh the the subtleties of he hasn't fully grieved his dad yet either. Right. Um, and it's maybe he's acting out or has no direction because he's never fully said goodbye to and he's, his dad. And he's an artsy guy. He's into D&D and creating worlds and creating things and drawing, painting on his van and putting this van together and everything. And I would suggest that the animators at Pixar are probably artsy nerds too. Yeah. So I think that they nah. kind of connected <laughs> with this guy. Even the director himself started off in, as a storyboard artist, I think, on a lot of those movies. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting because, you know, it seemed like he was a drug addict, but we just never saw him do drugs. Right. So <laughs> it was kind of... <laughs> It's kind of insinuated that he's smoking a lot of weed, yeah. but this is a Pixar movie. Right. So we'll just go like, he likes cards? <laughs> if you just Magic. quit If you just quit those cards and get a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hippie. Oh, I'm sorry, you nerd. <laughs> I, th- I think that's where I take offense, though. It's like, just because he's like into this one game that therefore he's not cool yeah but i think that's what they're trying to teach everyone that's watching this is that no he is cool yeah you guys just don't know it yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, i think there's a moment that maybe as far as the brother dynamic the brother doesn't think he's cool because he's just playing with these card games and he has this like goofy van and he wants to get in with like the popular crowd he's embarrassing yeah the like, he's yeah. embarrassed by his brother. And the mom and the stepfather are more of uh, wishes that he would kind of figure out a career or kind of grow up, I sure. guess, a little bit. The stepfather yeah. Colt Bronco. Colt Bronco. <laughs> Such a creative name. He's Great neither hair. of those things. Great head of hair. Um, Great mustache. Yeah. yeah. Mustang mustache. Oh. Mary's been quarantined a little too long. Yeah. Really he's got eyes for Colt Bronco. Oh, boy. You know, I just thought of something right there. Uh, oh God! The it's Tom Holland's character Ian is just wanting to say hello to his dad. Yeah. But Chris Pratt, aka Barley, just wants to say goodbye to his dad. Aww. Uh, we all gotta move onward. <laughs> okay. All right. Roll credits. All right. So let's talk about the main plot of the movie. They miss their dad, and it is Ian's birthday. Dad gets him a gift. Juliet, what is this gift? So mom's been holding on to this gift, um, and it was this staff with it came with the map too, right? Uh, or, no, or no, it, brother it had, a, Barley had in, a map. Yeah, yeah. It had instructions for a spell and a phoenix stone. Crystal. Yeah, crystal stone gem. So you put it in there, and you did the spell, and Dad would be able to appear for twenty four hours. But of course, that loser D and D guy 
fucked it all up. Well, because he's not the chosen one. He's, he's he doesn't have magic. like the magic gene. No, because um, I guess magic is genetic, but in certain. It's like X Men. You know, you either got it or you don't. Right. It's like blue eyes. It's a recessive gene. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> Thought you were oh referencing God. some other superhero uh, chain, and I'm not with it. Um, but Ian, uh, kind of by accident, discovers that he has he this, has and he starts the spell, and um, he's not able to, I guess, what believe in it, or he's d- not powerful it. enough to complete it. And Dad is ends up being halfway there. He's just a crotch and legs. Yeah. And oh, mom's yeah. like, yeah, that's all I missed. <laughs> yeah, Just that's kidding. true. Her boyfriend the... is Colt Bronco. She don't miss <laughs> that at all. Um, funny story. So when we're, I never watched a trailer for this movie. I just kind of went, sure, I'm in a house. I'll watch this. Um, I, I didn't either, actually. I never watched a trailer. Yeah. Oh. So I said out loud, um, wouldn't it be funny if they just don't complete the dad and he's just like, uh, like just legs for most of the movie? I, uh, he actually did say that. <laughs> I believe it was, yeah, Miriam and Juliet at the same time coming at me from both angles like, have you not seen the trailer? And I'm like, whoa, s- slow down now. Uh, that was the movie because uh, the rest of the movie is basically we're going to go get one of these Fire gem they have to get another crystals. Phoenix, Phoenix because Phoenix. they're very rare. Phoenix gem? What are we gonna call it? Because I'm gonna say I like five. Like crystal or something. A crystal. Okay. Phoenix crystal. Okay, so Phoenix we're all Phoenix in on this Phoenix crystal. Phoenix crystal. That's what we're calling it from. <laughs> uh, they're gonna come out with uh, this epic quest mm-hmm. and embark on it to go recover the crystal so they can complete Dad. But they only have 24 hours. It's from sunset to sunset, basically. Well, sunrise um, to sunset. It's twenty four hours. Twelve hours. Twenty four hours. So, yeah. Well, sunset. You know. So I guess he did the spell when the sun was setting, and now he has twenty four hours. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's how time works. Welcome to my TikTok. <laughs> um, epic quest, and that's basically the rest of the movie. Yeah. So, um, who would like to kind of steer us? Like, what? What for you is this? plot working is this movie working is this a fun quest is this a good adventure i enjoyed it um the, the pieces that i think stood out to me were when it was clear that pixar is trying to go in a direction where we're gonna bring in characters and not gonna really be so blatantly obvious in the language of what we're doing with them but just have them exist. So, for example, there's like the five cool kids that he's that Ian's trying to invite to his party at the beginning of this, um, yeah. and they're all from all different walks of life, all different kinds of kids, and kind of seeming like the leader is um, slightly physically disabled. Never mentions it, but it's just existing. And I think it's kind of to just be very inclusive in everything. We also have the point. Um, where they are pretending to be Colt Bronco halfway through, where we have (laughs) the lesbian cop. Um, And it's just a casual mention of uh, she's kind of trying to give Colt advice on being a step-parent. And she said, yeah, you know, sometimes my girlfriend's kid makes me want to pull my hair out. And that's it. And it doesn't go any further than that. And actually, that got the movie banned in a bunch of different countries. Oh, I didn't Yeah, it got banned in a bunch of different countries that are... um, that um, homosexual acts and homosexual um, conversation is banned. It's illegal. So, so the crazy. movie is banned in, in a number of countries because of that. 
one line. Wow. I did not know that. Um, that's I, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It is. Well, and I also heard that's why it's banned out of all theaters right now. That's uh, <laughs> a gay agenda. It's, yeah, it's, in our homes. it's not a coronavirus. All right. Um, that's interesting though because I, I yeah I noticed the subtleties. The movie kind of was going for uh, a progressive way of thinking. Yeah. And I and again back to Barley. I think that's why they wanted to be so aggressive with calling him a loser at the beginning was to make it very clear that he wasn't a loser. He was awesome, like, this great brother this whole time. Because um, at the end of the day, this movie isn't really about the father relationship. It's about the brother relationship. And that it's about was, them realizing yeah. And that was, like, the twist. That was kind of the twist because uh, they kind of went for a unconventional, for, as far as Disney, you know, mm-hmm. most animated features you see, like, the unconventional, there was, like, a twist at the end that yeah. all along it was about... The brotherly love. Right, and fuck the mom because she had nothing to do with raising either one of those kids. She was on a road trip with <laughs> Octavia Spencer. Mm-hmm. And, um, let's talk about the setup, though. I think what was interesting for me, and I want to hear everyone's thoughts, of course, is there's a setup in this movie that they're going to go on the quest, and it's kind of in between the cliche, like, you know, when like movies get packaged the same way, but just different characters, different setting. Mm-hmm. But, like, there was kind of some unconventional stuff. Like, was this kind of different and original feeling for you? Or is it like, I've seen this form of a movie before, basically? Because most of these animated movies are, like, you know, going back to, like, The Lonely to- Toaster. What was that one called? Brave Little Toaster. <gasps> the Brave Little Toaster. The Lonely Toaster. It's How dare always, you? Five friends. Well, there's Say always, that. like, the, the setup in the first act. We need to go on this to find this. The end. Well, I But think this movie, movie was a little different. Goofy so movie, Yeah. I think that's it's something beyond animation though. When you uh, get into the fantasy genre and uh, talk about quests and like missions, it all is sort of like this. Of like, it it starts out with little challenges, and then all of those little challenges then make an appearance in the like the final battle or the final mission. I think that's a fairly common theme. So I could say, on in that sense, we have seen this before, uh, but. Also, that we we've seen it before because that's a good storytelling. It's fun and adventurous. It's something that people like to see. Yeah, it's sort of like uh, the 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 King Arthur story, like the mythological hero, basically. Like it's kind of like that's been told so many different ways as well. I just thought it was interesting. Like, all right, here's the quest they're gonna go on, and it's kind of you can expect these like checkpoints along the way that basically happens with this movie. Yeah. Um, but at the end, it kind of felt like. I mean, I'm glad I watched it. I liked yeah. it. I don't think. Yeah, I liked that, it a lot. Yeah. yeah, I don't think the setup of that is to its detriment. I think that's just kind of a standard adventure. Totally. Setup. Yeah, I know. I, th- I thought the actual cool part about it was it wasn't as much the journey for the crystal, but it was the journey of both of these brothers in their relationship, but also kind of the journey of how they're still grieving their father. So I'll I thought say- that was like kind of the, the the underlying theme in this. That was great. A lot of it, I, I kept forgetting that we were on a quest to find an item uh, because it was like always about like, let's let's get our dad. Let's let's get him, make him a full person. I totally forgot about the crystal. Um, and I felt like it was it was just this quest. And then I was like, wait, what are they trying to do again? Oh, right. They just have legs. OK, got it. Um, because I was enjoying their dynamic and the and the 
prats and falls and all the things that happened in between. The like, prats? The prat falls. The, the Chris uh, Pratt? The Chris Pratt <laughs> The Chris Pratt falls. I don't think that's you know, a thing You know, like yet. when he shrinks himself and then they get in a fight with the biker fairies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leanne, what did you think about the quest? I almost same thing with Julie where I totally forgot about the crystal until they would mention it again. But I also just felt like it was the dad felt like weekend at Bernie's a lot. Totally. <laughs> so it, was yes. that. it was, it was weekend at Bernie's. It was the kid version. Yeah. Less cocaine in this movie than yeah. much the... less. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what was in that van? That's true. Yeah, that's true. I'm sure when uh, they got pulled over by the cops, like there's a different story. there. Um, yeah, so this talk about the quest itself, what's your what like let's start with Miriam, like what sticks out the most? Like what's your favorite part on like what was like, oh, I really love this moment? What was like kind of the best moment for you? Uh I I think the uh the magical bridge uh thing where oh, yeah, to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like uh the yeah. like the kind of so, yeah, yeah yeah and like the the humor of the like he doesn't know the rope is gone oh my god ah! like i i think that uh was just a very humorous moment and also that was like where it's like oh he really is learning magic he's gaining this confidence even if he doesn't realize it yet so it was like a transition moment that I, I I really liked that. Yeah, and and with that confidence uh, came another lesson that his brother was teaching him about confidence and about growing and believing in himself because yeah. he was believing that he could do it, he could do it, and it was the second that he didn't, he realized that oh wait, I don't have him holding me up was when he fell. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. very much like uh, you know when your parents are teaching you to ride a bike, and I still remember turning around to say something to my dad and I realized he was halfway down the driveway and I was biking by myself and then of course yeah I fell off my bike but you know that <laughs> but then you know it, it reminded me of that where it's like you have that person holding you and then they push you and let you go and you but you might not know it right yeah I think Julie just pushed me down the sidewalk well <laughs> you learned didn't you yeah Leanne you know Juliet's your older sister. Do you is she? like? Uh, yes, she is. You're like you said the... older, very dramatically. <laughs> older. She's your older sister. She's like she... thirty years older than you. She is your elderly sister. Uh, so, Leanne, you're you're like the Ian in this uh, relationship, and Juliet's the Barley. Yeah. So let's let's talk about. Yeah, you know... she did a lot of drugs and vans. <laughs> <laughs> All true things. But where, what, like, the, describe the quest that you two would go on, and you know where you found each. Other. Our quest to find our dad. We just have to look at the recliner. Uh, sadly for Miriam and I, it's the same story. Um, yeah, it's more of a couch. He was more. He's more. Our dad was a couch man. And there's sometimes oh, no, no, no couch, just recliner. Uh, yeah, there's sometimes where our dad would actually kind of lay on the floor, which is always kind of interesting moments where we'd be watching a movie and oh, he'd yeah. lay on the floor as if it's the couch, and then snoring ensues. And... If you did like those Pixar, you know when they're trying to like tell a backstory using just like a, a Randy One Newman shot. song, like, oh, yeah. they're using like a Randy Newman song, and then they have like pictures that just keep falling on top of each other. It would be our dad in the same position, but just like a different. Uh, recliner under him so the recliner ages over the years and changes out and our dad just gets a beard and loses a beard and gets a beard but he's always sleeping in the same position every single time they're just uh, in the CPAP there's a new thing (laughs) 
All right, so no other quests. No other quests. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't need to be. I mean, I feel like we've gone on quests before. We for sure have done some quests in our time. <laughs> trying to think of one. <laughs> I mean, you know, just the adventures we have. <laughs> Can't think of a one though. Uh, it's such so many. Well, Miriam and I are currently on a quest right now. Uh, it's called Quarantine, so we're definitely uh, <laughs> discovering things around the house. It's 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 getting through every day together. Um, yeah, we I, sing songs. You know, we, we have a doggy sidekick. Yeah. yeah it's great. I, it's basically fixed. Yeah, I also went on this one quest once. Uh, so I found this pirate map, and uh, there's this pirate, One-Eyed Willie. Uh, so me and my, my fellow Goonies, uh, we... <laughs> All right, what movie were we talking about? Oh, Onward. All right, so anything else? Let's go back. Miriam, you brought up the bridge moment. I think Mm -hmm. uh, the invisible bridge moment. Yes, Indiana Jones. I'm not, uh, you know, speaking for everyone, but I don't think I would have been able to believe in that magic. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm dead uh, because he has to keep (laughs) believing in it. It's because you don't have an older brother that loves you. Yeah, I don't even have a I younger... I sure wouldn't have believed in it, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have believed in, in me if I told um, you that you were magic, Leanne? No, because you let me get bit by a dog before. <laughs> I didn't let you get <laughs> bit by a dog. Anyways, uh, <laughs> things are getting real. Uh, I will say that bridge moment, though, I even got chills at one point um, where oh. the, the, the heights, the, the fear of heights kind of slightly got oh, uh, evoked in that moment. Because um, it looks so real. Because the animation is awesome. So good. Yeah. I would like to talk about one moment. Uh, the fairy biker moment. Um, <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, the start. Leanne, why is that your favorite moment? Because I was kind of confused when this moment was going on as long as it was. <laughs> I, I think the loudest I laughed was when I realized how many of them it took to use the bike. And I just lost it. <laughs> Oh, and when they just like grabbed his arm with the chain, I was like, "These are some aggressive ass fairies." <laughs> well, like, the yeah, fairies just got to me. They only had like four bikes, but there were like forty fairies, and it wasn't until they all jumped up on those bikes that you're like, "Oh, that's right." Wait, when they all just appear at the doorway, <laughs> I lost it. I thought it was funny. Yeah. It was it was funny. I remember there was a point at the end during the highway crash, and like this is going on for a while. It's been a very long yeah. sequence with the fairies, um, and I forgot once again what they were actually doing, what they were on a quest right? for. Um, <laughs> I forgot why the fairies were so angry. <laughs> yeah, they were very upset. They were just oh, angry the, in general. He did the Pee Wee Herman knock the bikes over right but they were angry when they got there to the gas station weren't they yeah Yeah, they they... were just an angry bike gang whatever it's called i guess that was that cliche but they were really upset when they got they they have like short person complex yeah Uh, yeah short fairy complex they were pixies and then poor weekend his dad almost stepped on them yeah oh yeah They just had they had beef the whole time. Uh, let's let's talk about Weekend at Bernie's. Uh, <laughs> not the movie, but the dad. But the dad. Um, <laughs> Did he even have a name, or was he just dad? Uh, dad. dad. We'll call him Bernie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's a movie that we're watching, uh, but it was very interesting <laughs> with the dad in general, um, how he got away with the cops uh, during that moment. 
Oh, when he like stumbled out of the van. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, immediately, it's like DUI right there. Right. DUI like, immediately. Especially then when a cop comes out too. But clearly. then yeah, but then then Colt uh, Bronco comes out. Uh, so they think it's Colt Bronco. Who's clearly off as well because he keeps hiding his hand and. It's... Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like sorry, and it's here. sir. We're taking you in. Right. Per- and you're teaching this kid how to drive. Wasn't that what was that? Drunk adolescence. Drunk. Because that's what he said, like to cover it up, because he clearly looks drunk. It's late right. at night on a dirt road. Stumbles out. And he's like, I'm just teaching my with a hood son. over his face. Oh um, boy. <laughs> and they've clearly seen the kid before, so why are they not realizing? Hey, that's not him. Ah, yeah. no, movie. Don't get into vans with strangers, kids. Don't get into unicorn cops, painted um, vans. The cops with strangers. will do nothing. You can just explain it off real easy. So another question I had with this dad, uh, does he know what's going on? Um, like, what what are your theories on that? Because I don't think the movie really established. Does the dad is no. actually like cognitive well, to what's happening hear, right now, or is it just his legs does, are like, dangling? Foot taps. Because he dances like, for a while. He does, so he he can't hear, he can't see. They established that. But he danced to music. So maybe... they mentioned that he f- could feel the vibrations. Ah, so he knew right. the vibration of it. He felt the vibration of the music, started dancing, and then they all danced with him, which meant they forgot about the fight they were having. Because as siblings, we all know that very easily just a dance number together makes us forget why we're beefing. Totally. I feel like that's very accurate. Uh, Yeah. I was always questioning that, though, of, like, what is the other half of dad like right now? Like, in, like, hell right now or something? Like, (laughs) there's something of just, like, half your body's missing. And you're in two different worlds, right? Or yeah. was it like that the the top half was imaginary because they did put like a jacket and a coat on? Was it just invisible? I guess I, I didn't really catch what was I think was it was happening. just like stuffed with whatever he yeah. could so he could make shift his father. So like in heaven or, or hell, um, <laughs> the other half of dad is still just on the other side? Well, I think that they were established. I mean, there was no Because there's the blue, hell, the there... blue floaty stuff coming from his... Uh, you know, his upper half. I oh, think that there was there was no heaven or hell in his this belt story. region. His belt region. <laughs> okay. There was no heaven and hell in the story. I'm not focused he just on the heaven and hell. Dead, just and now he's <laughs> back, but he's dead. He's gone. He's non-existent, and then he is brought back for this 24 hours. Well, only half of him was brought back for the 24 hours. So the half that was able to function was just functioning the way that half does. Unfortunately, the movie for me just left me with a lot of unanswered questions. <laughs> More questions <laughs> than answers. How does he go to the bathroom? Where are his intestines? No. Is he in heaven or hell? Is there even a heaven or hell in this world? He's your... in the spirit realm. Well, I feel like that's the area that has the realm. Okay. Whatever the realm you know is. I mean? Yeah. And then so was the idea that dad was a, a magician as well? Or a wizard? A wizard. Or did That's he just what, or obsessed yeah, with he was it at all. the beginning, right? I, I, I don't think so, but I would have liked to have known more about that part. Like, because Dad clearly found this dragon crystal. Was Phoenix. that what we were saying? Phoenix. Phoenix crystal. <laughs> uh, this orange thing. So Dad clearly got the stick, and he went on his own. The staff. The staff. <laughs> Dad clearly went on this quest already to get this stuff. Yeah, that's or did what I'm he like, buy it I, from I thought that was him at the beginning of the movie, or was it not? 
the like you mean like when they were still when the they were explaining world? yeah that's supposed to be like hundreds of years ago oh. I think. yeah dad's... but they all derived from that so maybe in their family they did have it because he had mentioned at the end that he my wizard name would have been da 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 so maybe he never got the chance or just oh, focused yeah, more on right. family type of thing and then the kid younger kid ian got the gene right Maybe he just always was hoping that one of them would have the gene. And maybe that's why Barley was obsessed with the whole wizarding world and his whole D&D thing because he remembered that his dad was really into it when he was a kid. But then I I agree with that. But if that's the case, wouldn't both of them be really into it? Because the other kid, Ian, uh, Spider-Man, seems very (laughs) obsessed with wanting to get to know who his dad was. Like even before like, he knew that he had this opportunity. So wouldn't he also be into magic as well? I feel like he just thinks his brother was crazy and annoying and he wanted to be a cool kid. So he kind of separated himself from it. Agreed. Not thinking that it was anything about her, his fair dad, enough. just that it was his brother loving it, not his dad. Agreed. I think that's fair. Yeah. All right. So anything else with the quest before we get into the final leg of the quest when they actually make it to Raven's Point? Well, you didn't tell me what your favorite part of the movie was my favorite part of the movie of the quest oh, the, the part quest. of the quest um hmm. i mean the bridge moment is really good but for the sake of just talking about more things um <laughs> <laughs> i will probably say i think when they actually even though i thought it was a little ridiculous but it's also a cartoon that they get you know the cop shows up they finally kind of both believe in it. The, I felt like the movie kind of let its hair down, so to speak, mm-hmm. when they actually got to Raven's like Point. Cult. Yeah, but it's made <laughs> exactly <down>. like Colt. <laughs> um, I think when the movies on when it kind of became an actual quest, and it we had this turn when it went from like the real world quest, like to like going to a restaurant to get a kids menu, um, oh, attacked sake. by fairy bikers, like needing to get gas. Like when real world issues were gone mm-hmm. and then it was like we have to get across this imaginary bridge and escape from the cops and then go into this like, you know, dungeon and that has booby traps and it's kind of now the kids believe in magic. I kind of like that, the turn Yeah. that all of a sudden mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, we're in the fantasy now. Now it's an actual epic quest. Right. I also got to say the very end of the quest, though, with uh, the dragon like the, yeah. the, this, Ooh, this the curse <laughs> really awesome sound design i love yeah. the creativity with having the school Bell. uh we foreshadowed it because they they stuck on the dragon logo at the beginning of the movie right that's his high school and then you know they have won the realization that oh this gem was just at our school like we went on this epic quest to go on a circle mm-hmm. i thought that was a fun twist but then the the curse this dragon like when it roars it's like a school bell Right. I thought that was pretty, <laughs> no, it was uh, creative and thinking and outside the box. And all the pieces of it, you could hear the bricks moving and everything. It was really cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, what did you guys think of that twist, though? Because that was one of the bigger twists. We go through all this. You think they're going to go up through this uh, this light at the end of the tunnel after like escaping like possible death. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're just at their school, like where the movie began. I, was I loved twist? it. I loved it because it took it back to the original movie that I thought this was, which was a story about how we've taken over... 
all of the, the the reality and the magic of the world with our technology and all the different things that we do now and we have now so we've lost the like meat of our story and like what the fantasy is of our lives and i thought that was really cool that it was a full circle back to no the magic was here all along yeah no, I, <laughs> no, I, I, and i agree because that's essentially what happened yeah and i was glad that the whole time he, like because then you go back to the beginning of the movie how he barley was trying to stop them from knocking down that platform whatever it was area oh yeah where the yeah crystal is i was like yeah pretty glad that your brother was a crazy person sitting on top of that aren't you right <laughs> trying not to get it knocked down also another favorite part of the quest is just taking a boat ride on a giant cheeto uh that was kind of <laughs> cool too Max's dream. <laughs> uh, that is my dream i would love to go to like a community pool and just have a cheeto floaty that i could just like, break pieces of wouldn't it eventually like absorb all the water and well, be soggy. it didn't in that movie <laughs> Magic. Just saying. <laughs> Magic. So let's talk about our, uh, I guess I would say the final twist in the movie, whereas it's, it ends up not being about Ian seeing the dad. Did um, you cry? Were you crying? I think I did not cry. He cried. For the record. But uh, I thought it was very touching because yeah. it ends up being at the end where following where led to believe this is all about Ian finally getting to see his dad. He never had the opportunity in his, in his life. But it ends up being Barley's chance mm-hmm. to say goodbye to his dad. I thought that was really father. interesting. His father figure was his brother this whole time. Yes. Yeah. That was yeah. heartbreaking. That was touching AF. Yes. I was not crying, though. I, I think it was forcing it a little much. A, wow. Like, a little too much, you know? Okay. Like... I don't know. It just seemed like the dead parent thing. It just, I think Pixar is known for uh, for being very emotional and for having these heart-wrenching moments. And maybe going into this, I was expecting it. Like, yeah, there's a dead dad. Something's going to happen. <laughs> We're going to cry. Uh, and I was like, Jesus, like the, the checklist and stuff. It was like. Well, boo-hoo, I'm watching the sunset, crossing off the list. I think we were, I don't know. I just wasn't there. It was a little too it was, emo for you? Or? Maybe. I mean, I cry at everything. I cry a lot. <laughs> and I was surprised that I did not cry at this. Uh, like, The Good Dinosaur, which is one of Pixar's worst films, I cried <laughs> a ton during that. <laughs> and so for me to not really even give a shit, <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I just felt like it was really forced upon us and kind of, like, I really liked the moment of, like, no, you go be with dad. But, yeah. But uh, I didn't I didn't feel that emotional pull <laughs> like I should have. So you're just hoping that both of them would just die and then they could both be, <laughs> then they could both be with dad in heaven. I, yes. I know. <laughs> and then mom can just get it on with Colt Bronco. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I agree that, like, there were points where it was, like, too far, like, okay, we get it. Check off the list. Check off the list. And then when the, he's he's having the realization of, like, oh, wait, he was doing all the dad things with me. And yeah. he's rechecking the list. It was, like, okay, we get it. No, you don't have to show us enough. Okay, yeah, okay, I get it. You play catch. No, I get it. He danced with you. Oh, my God. We just saw the movie. We don't need that. But I think that's also the times where we have to remember, this movie isn't for us. This movie is for children. <laughs> and maybe it's trying to explain Pixar's it for to all ages, yeah. though. Because Juliet, I don't know yeah. if you know this. I've only been living with you, you know, for a month now. Uh, I am a child. Yeah. <laughs> 
We adopted my sister. <laughs> no one told me. <laughs> I'm, a, um, I'm a 30 plus child. <laughs> Liam, what was your thoughts on that final moment? Did you cry? No. Oh, <laughs> I did it. Zero tears shed. Texted me, was like, you're going to cry. I was like, all right. I didn't <laughs> think because, I don't know, I have that kind of brother, sis- the sister thing that I was like, ah. I knew that that was going to be the thing that oh. was going to happen. With my brother took care of me thing because Julie took care of me. There you go. Oh. So I kind of, the whole time I was like, oh, here it comes. Well, why don't Wait. you ever send her a card for Mother's Day? Your elderly sister. <laughs> I'll send her like a grandparents' day card. <laughs> So wait a minute. You didn't get emotional over this emotional thing because you were like, whatever, the older sister's supposed to take care of the younger sister? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she was saying that. (laughs) Um, You know, it's interesting because Marion brought up uh, the emotional factor in most Pixar movies. Well, actually all of them. Mm -hmm. This was the first one that, usually have like finding nemo like up they kind of like force you to go through a very traumatic death at the beginning <laughs> up, up, that's a very uh, sensitive subject yeah <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm actually crying just talking <laughs> about it um leanne yeah, i actually, try living with someone that's learning how to play it on i'm piano. practicing the main song constantly so if you want to cry welcome Skype to the quarantine anyways this one though the death happens off camera um that that's you yeah. know what i mean because like finding nemo like we're gonna just watch nemo's mom die right now right um, i mean technically <laughs> it was off, about that one off you know what i mean though like the scene is there whereas the dad's already dead yeah, yeah. and this one instead saved like the very kind of dramatic ending to be emotional do you mm-hmm. think it's like they Pixar wanted to get us attached to the character first before showing us yeah. the, the drama of it and it actually wasn't supposed to be i think for this it wasn't supposed to be a story of loss it was supposed to be a story of finding what what you thought was lost what you thought was missing yeah i thought the mom was gonna die <laughs> oh yeah we didn't even talk about the fact that what was, was like, the point of the mom in this whole movie so yeah let's talk about like, that oh, bro, you're not gonna make it against that dragon right so yeah i'd love to talk about the mom now uh because we haven't really talked about octavia spencer's role in this mm-hmm. as well um, so let's back it up a little bit to set it up. What is the creature name? Manticore. That I, Manticore, who has also lost their magic. Yes. And runs a chain restaurant now. I think it's just the one. Okay. It's just the one, but it's sort of like it's a like TGI, TGI Friday. Friday. Whoa. Yeah. Slash um, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. yeah. Medieval yeah. times. So oh. they go to the Manticore for guidance or helped in the map map. uh but it doesn't work out um the manticore instead goes oh your boys are in danger they got the curse so it goes on a road trip with the mom that we really don't cut to at all which what a waste of julia louis dreyfus to be clear that's right this is julia Mm -hmm. louis dreyfus as well uh i forgot completely about exactly um what's going on with that is it just kind of we needed Another for the duo. moms in the audience to be like, yeah, I'm represented. Yeah, it just kind know. of felt uh, there was a line literally that said, "I'm a mom," right? Uh, yeah, I think before I think she stabbed you the shouted heart. that out. No, I think literally there's a line there where there might have been. I don't know because we were. I, I was up in arms about the whole mom thing because we, well, but we just I, it came from somewhere. That the mom, I think Juliet, or you said it that. might have been me. I was really upset <laughs> no, I with think... this whole situation on, of the on. mom doesn't matter. Judges. <laughs> Leanne, Leanne. I think she 
She yelled out what her what the workout video said in the beginning of the movie. Oh that's my what she God, that's what she yelled out when right. she was doing her little workout moves up the dragon's tail and back. She yelled out whatever was in the I workout totally movie. forgot about that. When we're introduced to her at the beginning of the movie, she's yeah. doing a workout, like a Jane found a workout, and he like yeah. said, All right, everybody say this and she said it, and that's when Ian came up on oh. her like, Oh mom, you're so embarrassing. And then <laughs> And then we cut to. You that's sounded how just she like Tom it. Holland. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think there was kind of this strange. You cut back to them, and that's it. Uh, it was such they, a they weird way. Really, kind of like wish there was a little bit more involvement with those two characters yeah. since we're kind of returning to them. Or just times. like get rid of that. Like that story, we did not need. We did not need mom in there with this quest. We didn't need any of that. I we, really, we did need mom. It would have been better if he was just used. raised by the couple from Up or something, <laughs> and then we just never <laughs> saw them again. I did really like the Manticore, and I, I that. My only note that I wrote down was that, the Manticore and, needed more to do. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so we agree. The Manticore was cool, but just there was nothing to do with the Manticore. And maybe that's why I felt like I didn't need it at all, because it just was whatever. Because the big revelation, and, and before we kind of finish this part, because there's a huge theme around here, is everyone's lost their magic. Everyone's kind of lost... Uh, their roots Lost, i they guess they forgot or it they don't the they origin don't use, yeah. yeah they don't use it anymore so the manticore is just kind of more of a frantic restaurant manager instead of being this fiery lion dragon uh, <laughs> yep. kind of combo um it's a uh, a lion an eagle and a scorpion and a scorpion yeah, oh yeah i that, forgot about the scorpion a, tail that's what a manticore is in myth myth barley over here <laughs> oh <laughs> I, I identify as a barley. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So. Wow. Um, did the movie tell us that? No, no. she just knew oh, it. Oh, my God. She just that. knew it. That's so gross. Um, I got to take a shower after this podcast. Ugh. Anyways. Thanks for having me. <laughs> there. Yeah, they needed more to do with these characters because at the end, it was basically like the big revelation is like, our cars broke down, I will fly you there. And that's it. Yeah. Flew her there and she stabbed for a little bit. Like the the heart to like hold it. I would have just liked to see more of in general was the realization of magic. So yes, we only see it really in the manticore and the the biker pixies Mm -hmm. where they're like, oh, that's right. We have this within us. And we see- Well, and Colt- Started running That's instead true. of driving at the car. very end. Afterwards, I would have liked to see it, it progress as it continued. Yeah, and I felt like that was a big theme of the movie. And yeah, I brought that up. Like, um, I have that in my notes too. Like the fairies, they're using a motorcycle instead of flying. Um, Colt Bronco is a horse, but he is squeezing into a car, <laughs> which was, clearly was a you know imagery to be an out of shape or like Um, they created their own world why not make different vehicles for different creatures yeah (laughs) like why couldn't they be tiny motors well because we had to have some comparison of just kind of how lazy we've become as a society obviously so him squeezing into a car that he doesn't really fit into it's like he needs to get back into the gym Uh, he used to be a proud it's like half a zootopia yes it is very much uh zootopia Uh, zootopia had multiple size cars 
They had a giraffe car and <laughs> a mouse car. True. Uh, just don't start telling me about manticores again. <laughs> but yeah, the, but speaking of the manticore, that was another thing too. It's just kind of like supposed to be this, you know, scary mythological creature, and it's running a restaurant. Um, so it was kind of finding this whole thing of, I guess it was a kid's restaurant, a lot of themes like believe in yourself or like kind of, you know, b- believe in where you came from, I guess, is there any yeah. kind of other themes when it came, because it just felt like it was all there, but it just kind of wasn't that earned. It felt like maybe it was or... also like, listen to Barley, everybody, because he told everybody what they should be doing as those creatures. And they're all like, stop, you're weird. And then yeah. at the end, they all listen to him. It's listen to the offbeat characters, listen to the artists. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody else want to add to this theme? Uh, like listen, like... listen to your older sibling. No. Uh, Just overall, no. like with the, the magic theme. Anything before I like move us along? Do you have another anything one? else about manticores? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you the difference between right. griffins and manticores. What's you... the difference between a manticore and a matador? Oh. Well, a matador is a human. Right? We are going to lock you in your room. You're going to be quarantined in a quarantine. What was mom's magical uh, skill? Uh, n- none. None. Dance. She, I mean, spirit, her spirit, her motherliness. Yeah. She really her didn't strength th- of will, raising two boys that didn't appreciate her. Yeah, she also didn't yeah. seem to go through any emotional journey to know that, like, her husband might be summoned back from the dead. Yeah, she seemed to not um, care. And then now he is right now. Like there was I just think kind of... she wiped a tear. Uh, that yeah. So she cried more than you. She yeah. knew that it was for the boys. She she knew that it was a spell. She knew it wasn't real. She knew he wasn't really back for good. She already said her piece. She already said goodbye to okay. him. So this was for her sons. And also she's dating a horse. <laughs> One more thing then, I guess, about Barley, because we see that... Ian has now embraced his magical powers and he's speaking in class about it. But Barley really doesn't change still. He just got a new beat up van. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't need to change. He's good the way he is. And also, how did he afford that van after he willingly, like the insurance claim on his other van, he drove that straight into a boulder. So I'm just saying... He probably Barley. stole it. Maybe Dad also <laughs> left him a sizable amount of money. Yeah, they got a good like mm. insurance policy. <laughs> He's gonna get taken to court. Like Once we have had... reason to believe you drove that van. <laughs> what to you go didn't into a see is when up. he. So they they had us with Ian, so we couldn't actually meet the dad and hear the conversation they had. So when he, he like, called him a loser. Human, like, when he became loser. human, he was like, "Son, listen." Sun's about to set. I just got to tell you where the fortune is buried. And that, and we didn't see. That's that's uh, right. onward, onward two. Now, okay, now give me a hug. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye. What if like the dark comedy side of this is that like the dad's like, oh my god, you look like a loser. You're such a loser. <laughs> well, you got fat. And then he shows up to Ian like, what did dad say? He said, well, I'm glad that you raised him. <laughs> oh jeez, what an epic quest this has been. Um. I have one plot hole that I want to bring up overall with this movie. Okay. I want to so see your thoughts. that monsters aren't real? No, this is, uh, besides besides the answer of, because we're watching a movie, because I think that's the only answer. Um, in a world where there's all these magical spells, couldn't they just do like a transportation spell, the Raven's Point, and then just kind of get the gem <laughs> and then just transport back the end? Oh, yeah. I mean, they have they have 24 hours with Dad. <laughs> They're like, we need to drive a car. I mean, I think the like, answer is movie, like you said. <laughs> well, I think we we brought this up when we were watching it, and uh, you know, I said. 
that that's complex magic and he's not capable <laughs> of doing that yet. But I mean, I'm that just saying. Once he started getting the hang of the magic, they still had like 18 hours on the clock, right? You know? Just, yeah. Just, he just wanted to make a big Cheeto instead. Jump. Right. I'm wondering why they didn't try to find like another stronger magical being. Yeah. Like that was part of the quest that I think was missing that you normally see in these quest movies like, is that you find an elder. Or if the Manticore actually joined them. That, right. Like in, yeah. that cut out the plot with the mom. Oh, I will say I did read that there was this goat, half goat, or what are they called? The goat, half goat people? Pans. Pans. There was a little pan girl that was with them, um, and they actually <laughs> cut girl. that girl. Like, she was a part of part of the quest, and they cut all of those scenes with her in it because they decided after doing test audiences that they wanted it to be just about the brother relationship. Mm. Oh, poor girl. I, I hope she got another job. Her. I know. It was probably like Anna Kendrick or something. She's going to be probably. in the Hercules reboot. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Danny DeVito? Yeah. And then <laughs> there's another moment that, Miriam, you brought up when we were watching this. They show five hours left with Dad when they get on the river. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it jump cuts to like how long they've been on the river and there's two hours left. It's like, were they really just three floating? Hour? Like river? three hours passed? What, like, why does yeah, the movie need that to happen? Time. Right? He had a, a spell to make the Cheeto go fast. Why couldn't he have gone a little yeah, faster? Right? Yeah, and it's just kind of, it was weird because the movie went out of its way to show us that magic. <laughs> or, or take those three hours to learn the transportation magic. But I mean, they could have easily just said, like, they could have started with, like, two hours and 45 minutes left and then just been like, now we're down to two hours because it was right? a 45-minute yeah. boat ride. They went out of their Cheeto way ride. to say, like, this is a three-hour Cheeto ride. <laughs> Dude, I've been on a three-hour <laughs> Cheeto ride before. It's wild. All right. Uh, any last thoughts? Anything else someone wants to bring up about this movie onward? Um, just that the 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 voice of Colt Bronco was Mel Rodriguez, who um, has played a cop in almost everything that I saw him on. <laughs> and I was like, who is that? And I looked him up on IMDb. It, he was a cop in Little Miss Sunshine, in Panic Room. He was in the movie The Watch, which is about night watchmen and cops and things like that um but notably he is todd rodriguez in last man on earth who was not a cop oh but yeah i noticed that he played a lot of cops in everything so it was kind of funny that he is colt bronco the cop interesting a super important detail there's a restaurant called the shire and the, on their sign, it says, now serving second breakfast. Oh, I did. I did notice that. <laughs> Cute. There Very was a important. lot of references oh, in this absolutely. to all their kind of world. I think um, there was also like Pizza Planet as well from like Toy yeah. Story. Well, I think that was on the highway. Pixar's famous. Yeah. yeah. So. Pixar's famous for all of those references. Uh, Leanne, any kind oh, of last thoughts at those. on Onward? Uh, no, it was a great film. I liked it. I'm glad you guys told me to watch it. Yeah. It's probably just, you know, it's going to be interesting, you know, it'll probably get a bunch of Oscar nominations because there's not going to be that many movies released <laughs> <Right>? this year. <laughs> I know. I am was I was really bummed that Quiet Place is not happening anytime yeah, soon. Yeah. I think eventually it will happen. Uh, I mean, I think November's going to be wild. All movies. <laughs> yeah. Right? Every day. This new, Thanksgiving new weekend. Get ready to be overloaded with films. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm interested 15 to Marvel movies. <laughs> oh, the DC. dream. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it's going to be interesting that probably when this year's said and done, Sonic the Hedgehog will probably be oh, the God. biggest grossing film oh, in 2020. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
we um, did a filming you in on Sonic the Hedgehog. We so did. Um, everyone should listen to that wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> like just like when this one's over, just watch, listen, to, listen that to that one. one. What else are you gonna do? I had a okay, so I had one more fun fact to share. There was an early draft of this movie that was written, and it's about two young scientists trying to bring their father back to life, piece by piece. And he was trying to, his dad was trying to invent something that could create someone to be able to communicate with the dead, but he he died instead. Like, he died basically trying. So originally it was about two young scientists trying to bring, yeah, their father (laughs) back piece by piece. Right. Weird science mixed with white noise. But instead we got this idea completely different. Yeah. (laughs) I prefer this. Yeah. All right, so we got to re- rate and review this before we can move on to our top five sibling movies. What, what should be the scale? What, what should we vote this on? Five uh, Phoenix Man cores. Yeah. All right, Miriam, let's start with you. No, Leanne picked it. You you, you sit out because you're going to get a 10. Um, I thought it's out of five. It is out of five. Um, oh, my God. Leanne, out of five mana cores, how many mana cores are you giving this movie about a movie with mana cores? <laughs> I hmm, I'm gonna go with mm, four point five manacores. Wow! Oh, she threw in a half manacore. You know, is that the scorpion the part? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chuck the tail out. Yeah. Uh, Miriam, other sister. Uh, I think a little lower than Leanne, maybe four. Dare I say three point seven five manacores? Oh my oh. god. Just pick a number. It's somewhere in that range. You're like, I'm almost at four mana cores, but I lost uh, Scorpion. All right, Juliet, how many mana cores? I'm going to give it three mana cores because I did enjoy the brother story, but the rest of it, I was like, meh. Oh, it's a great review. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'm kind of... I mean, Juliet's on the low end, Leanne's on the high end. I'm kind of just in the middle. I'm giving this three and a half mana cores. I think it's 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 a movie that's not really for us. It's for kids, and I think it was a fun adventure. Who knows? It's uh got released at one of the most awkward times for a movie yeah. to get released because but a great time for kids because Pixar is not going to be hurting for money anytime soon. Uh, but it is very interesting of just those numbers that. I talked about earlier just it's it was struggling already for its opening weekend because corona was kind of on everyone's mind and now with everything locked down it'll be interesting if onward you know can get some legs and kind of continue like any kind of growth because now it might just be i don't know who knows who knows because it might be a forgotten film possibly but i think if you watch it it's enjoyable enough it's 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 nice to have a new movie movie that people haven't seen before yeah, it's nice to have a new movie that some kids will get obsessed with and want to watch eighty thousand times. Also, I uh, just wanted to point out too that this is Disney's uh, or Pixar. This is their first like uh, digital download film while it's still in theaters. Like this mm. is the first one that they've ever had like that where you can actually like watch it at home as well while it's still in theaters. Nice. It's nobody can go to any theaters. Yeah, it's so. like, is it really mm-hmm. in theaters? <laughs> <laughs> it's technically cool in theaters though. Technically. They're all in theaters. It's in theaters because no one's allowed in the theater to take it back. All right. So that was our film focus on 
Onward. So Onward is a story about two siblings going on a journey together and discovering their relationship. We decided that we're going to do a segment where we are going to pick our own top fives of our favorite sibling movies. Movies with siblings. I have a feeling all our lists are going to be very dramatically different. I purposely went really weird with my list. So. I figured you might. Um, so this is, a, <laughs> before we get into it, this is our top five picks. Well, it's not the bottom. It's the All right. So I think we should all just, because this is going to be like the most random picking of movies. <laughs> so if you're at home, get out a piece of paper because we're making you an ultimate movie quarantine list definitely by all what we're gonna do so, so let's start off with our friend from maryland leanne uh what's your number five movies with siblings well movies like about sibling relationships right well i th- sibling dynamic well okay so that's not you know my what, list. leanne what's your top five what's your number five my, my list i just want to explain what my list is my list is top five movies with like the sibling dynamic involved Perfect. in it. Perfect. Yeah, that's like fine. It, as a, but that's yeah, not the main it's a story point. Part it's a part of, of it. Okay. Cool. Huh. Oh, I'm I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah, what's your number going. five? Yeah, Leanne, go. All right, I'm full <laughs> there okay, so four and five. Uh which one do I want to be five? Okay. I'm gonna go with <laughs> for my fifth one, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Nice. Interesting. And okay. I got I remember watching it a lot growing up, I'd always get it rented from Blockbuster. And yeah. I think it's because Chris Abigail always reminded me of Julie. And I was like, I'm going to watch this because she makes me, she reminds me of Julie. So I'd always watch that one. That was one of my favorites. She's an awesome businesswoman. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while since I saw that one, but I remember the dynamic of Christina Applegate, like forcing to be, she's the older sister, but also like becoming like, I have to be like the kind of the matriarch of this household. Yeah. I wonder so, why my sister yeah. thought it was like me. Hey, has been a theme here. But, well, because you I'm murdered start, a lot of babysitters. Never babysitters. <laughs> That's true. I, I do try to kill my babysitters. That we know of. If it's on our list too, should we shout out that it's on yes. our list? Yeah, of course. So yeah. Leanne, your number five is actually my number two. Whoa. Miriam, did it make your list? No. Okay. Did not make my list as well. So this is clearly a... This is a Maggio uh, it's a story. story. I really um, wonder if we have a lot of the same, Julie. I know. Well, we watched a lot of movies together. Um, Juliet, why... So Leanne has it at number five. Why do you have it at number two? Well, I think I have it at number two because I was a little older watching this. So this movie meant Elderly. a lot. Elderly, I, mean. I think, is the word we've been <laughs> using for me. Um, but this movie meant a lot to me as as the oldest in the family that did take care of the two siblings a lot and had to cook all the meals and... Um, the, the dynamic of she had to go get a job and then she ended up excelling at this job and being awesome. And I'm right on top of that, Rose. Like, that's a line that I use a lot at work when I have a job, unlike now. <laughs> I was going to say, I've never heard you say that, but maybe it's because you haven't been working for a while. <laughs> All right. So that's why you put it at number two. Yes. Okay, uh, great. So, Juliet, how about you tell us what your number four is? What my number four is. Number five. Yeah, okay, what's yeah, your number five? five. <laughs> just, what's your number five, Juliet? My number five, uh, I just recently watched it again, is Sunshine Cleaning with Amy Adams and Emily Blunt. I recently watched it as well because it was on. It was on and I was watching it. <laughs> but I love that sibling dynamic of the two of them. Again, much like with Onward, it had the fucked up sibling. 
Um, and then the sibling that kind of had it together, but turns out the sibling that kind of had it together was a little fucked up herself. Um, and so I, I, I enjoyed watching that dynamic of the two sisters. That's yeah. Anybody else have that on their list? I do not have that on the list, but I could have guessed that it was going to be on your list. So, because you just watched it. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Miriam, what's your number five? Number five. Cruel Intentions. Oh! oh so, okay. There's some interesting sibling things happening there. This, okay, I shit you not, this is crazy because this is a Grill Maggio thing. That's number three on my list. <laughs> because I wanted, it would have been higher, but they were step-siblings. So. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just an inspirational uh, relationship yeah. that they had, you know? Like, they're willing to just bet big, you know, for lust and love and loyalty. Maybe this isn't good that we both picked it. In fairness, I do not carry these values that Ryan Felipe and Sarah I, I don't either, for the record. But as an adolescent, oh, I liked watching it. Down, boy. <laughs> Another film that we did on filming you in. Listen to that wherever you listen to your podcast. That wasn't the best advertising for it, but wow. Uh, yeah. All right, so Miriam, that was your number five. My number three. Max, what's your number five? My number five is a indie film uh, made by George Lucas called Star Wars. <laughs> I almost put that on my list. Um, Luke and Leia go through a lot. They didn't even know that they're siblings. And then their dad is trying to... uh, The dad blew up her entire planet that she was living at. Right, right, right. And then at the end, they even shared a kiss as well. A little cruel intention, you know? Yeah, Uh, I'm a little concerned with the two things that we've heard on your list so far. (laughs) You're locking your bedroom door tonight, Mary. (laughs) And my number one is Wild Things. Because I wish Denise Richards and Nev Campbell were sisters. Just kidding. No, but I thought Luke and Leia, it's an interesting dynamic. They didn't even know they were brother and sister, but they were connected. And then the force was there and they didn't even know about Metachlorians yet, you know. But, uh, you know, they got Did there. Did you mean Mandalorians? Metachlorians. It was something in the, the prequels. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. I only have seen those once. Yeah, but you know that uh, Medic, what are those called? Mandalorians. Yeah, not Mandalorians. What was the other thing? What's Octavia Spencer? Oh, Manticore. You know that a man. Yeah. All right. I'm more. Hang on. Let's do this joke again. You thought that Manticores were. No. Uh, I'm. I'm. Uh, you know, fantasy is more in my wheelhouse. Sci-fi is is adjacent, but right. Know, I'm not as it into is fantasy adjacent. What does the phi stand for? Fiction. Oh yeah, thought it stands for fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Sci fantasy. All right. Um, Leanne, what's your number four? <laughs> uh, Parent Trap. Oh, hell yeah! Which one? <laughs> uh, either one, to be honest. Really? But I, I mean, I watched the Lizzie, Lindsay Lohan one more, so probably okay. more that one in my head. <laughs> You're more Lohan than Haley Mills. Yeah. Yeah. First that's... off, Haley awkward. Yeah, that's the one I remember is the Lindsay Lohan. I can't, I can't do with her guitar playing. Yeah. Did you have Parent Trap on yours? I almost did. Almost. It's got an honorable mention. (laughs) I have an honorable mention, by the way. So we can do honorable mentions. (laughs) All right, Juliet, what is your number four? Uh, Number four, I'm sure it's got to be on Miriam's list, is Little Women. (gasps) Mine. Oh. (laughs) 
also did not make the cut. Whoa. But that's because my list has a theme. Oh, God. <laughs> Terrified. Um, I chose Little Women. Well, it's got um, a cruel intentions theme, so <laughs> apparently. I chose Little Women as my number four. Um, and I didn't really decide which Little Women, because there's like 80 versions well, of it. I think it. it's got to be... Oh, you mean like which? Yeah, but version? I'm gonna go with like Greta Gerwig, I guess, for sake of. You're going with the story of Little Women. Yeah. Yeah. I think because it's like Star Wars. I'm not going with a specific one. I'm going with like the relationship. Yeah. Yes. And I think it's got to be uh, between Joe and Amy. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. The, that's the dynamic oh, yeah. they're, they're one. They're the Big only time. sisters we care about. Right. Yeah. No one cares about Emma Watson. Little Women's my number one. Oh, we have yeah. a number one. We've heard a number one here, folks. Yeah, it's a it's a really good movie. Um, our mom watched it three times to get her money's worth because she rented it. <laughs> she told me yesterday she did. She was waiting for it to go down in price. Oh wait, that oh. was a bombshell. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Our mom has a, a has a has a habit of when she rents a movie on on demand, she watches it like four times in a row to, to get, get her, her money's, money's worth. worth. <laughs> so, um, She's a gem. So, Miriam, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Okay, oh, interesting. Narnia. I almost picked Narnia. Ooh, all right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> that's, right. that's the theme of my list. Is fantasies? Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Max, what um, is your number four? Well, anything else to follow up why you picked that that movie? To be honest, no, is to fit the theme. Uh, I don't actually really like it. I never really liked the books. I didn't like the like the Jesus theme. So this but isn't there a are top siblings. five. This is just it's five. Miriam picking five. No, 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 no. I picked a top three, and then I was like, "Fuck, I gotta add a couple more." But yet, yet a billion almost didn't make your list. So yeah, because I didn't fit the theme. The top three definitely did, and they are my favorite. Little Women is a fantasy. Like they had these. that fictional war going on. You know. Yeah. The the uh, North Northern Aggression War. What number are we at? Four. four. Okay. What's your fourth? My, my my number four is Adam's Family. Oh. And I went with uh, Pug Pugsley. and Wednesday. Pugsley. Pugsley, Pugsley and Wednesday. Um, I call him Pug. Uh, yeah. I mean, no particular reason. It's I love Adam's Family. It's it's a really fun dark comedy. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm talking about the the two movies, uh, but the characters. In... Oh, you're not talking about the most recent animated version? No, I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about uh, the Christina Ricci. Ricci and the kid that played Pugsley. Um, so, um, and I think for me, it's just their dynamic is always really interesting because obviously the Adams Family dynamic in general is really interesting. But those two kids, uh, they kind of torture each other in the weirdest ways. Uh, you know, Wednesday's shooting arrows at his head when he's got an apple. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also like in the, the sequel, Adam's Family Values, where we see their relationship get interesting when a little one is added to the mix. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, and also I love when they burn down their summer camps. Uh, that's, that's <laughs> Thanksgiving catch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Pretty great. laughs> um, okay. That was my number four, though, was Adam's Family. Nice. And we all know what my number three was. <laughs> Cruel intention. And, and so Leanne's number three, I guess, is next. Yes. Number three, Leanne. What's eating Gilbert Grape? <gasps> oh, that's, that's a good... my number three. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, I, I hear the fireworks going off. The coronavirus has been lifted. <laughs> no one touched that. Juliet's mouth was on that whistle. 
All right, so this is, you both had the floor. You both picked this as number three. This is a huge moment on the show. Um, <laughs> Never before. I, I would have, I, I don't want to speak for Miriam, but I was going to put that on the list, but I just kind of went for weirder movies. Yeah, we know so why like, Miriam didn't put it on our list. <laughs> it well, doesn't honestly, the... I was not even thinking about it. Yeah. I forgot about um, it. <laughs> it's a great pick. Leanne, why don't you start? Why, why did this movie make it uh, to your list? I think because that's literally a movie that I watch so much and it's because of Julie that I watched it so much growing up I was obsessed with it and I still quote it daily yeah because my shooter falls off a lot I still try climbing shoot water towers off Gilbert I oh, freaking Gilbert. love that movie yeah no it's a it, it, that is a sibling movie if there ever was a sibling movie it's the quest Matched in the gas tank yeah. <laughs> it's the relationship between Do- johnny depp and, and arnie i mean liam was clearly the arnie in our family yeah. <laughs> clearly yeah. <laughs> it was the elderly johnny depp <laughs> delivering groceries <laughs> hooking up with, affairs uh, with ted danson's <laughs> wife ted danson's <laughs> wife it's because we can't say her Wonky's last name on the trampoline <laughs> um you know what would be interesting is to watch Arnie and uh, I almost asked what Johnny Depp's character's name was. <laughs> but, uh, uh, with Arnie and Gilbert, it would be really interesting to see them uh, take the place of Ian and Barley. Uh, Bar- wow. <laughs> ah, coronavirus. Um, anyways, to see Onward played with those two characters right. and just how Arnie would do with the invisible bridge. <laughs> And if Arnie would ever put together why dad's only half body is, is there. Well, he, there's a scene where he just screams from the tree about him being dead. Also, at one point, uh, Gilbert is shrunk into uh, pixie size, so Arnie has to drive the car through traffic. Oh my God. That's, a, that's wow. actually a movie I want to see. Yeah. So. <laughs> I kinda we're like going to rewrite that movie oh. while we're in quarantine. All right. Um, so Miriam's third, I guess. Yeah. So Miriam, what did you... And these are ones that she actually picked. Yeah. I just read okay. them. Oh, yeah. This is her top three. Hocus Pocus. Oh! Oh, my Sanderson God! Sisters. Yeah, we have the Sanderson sisters. We have Binks and his sister. Oh. Uh, we have... Uh, the Max main characters. and the little girl that are birch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was her name? Danny. Danny. I don't know. No, Danny? I said T because that's American now and then. Oh yeah. Yeah. I almost picked now and then, and I forgot that what? they're not Al- like almost like right now. But Devin Sawa and his brothers. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, that's good because it's got multiple layers of siblings. siblings. Nice. Lots good. Siblings. Good pick. So we know what my number three was. It yeah. was the hot sun yeah. movie, Cruel hot. Intentions. Um, it's hot. So my number three, Cruel Intentions. Number two, I picked A League of Their Own. <gasps> That's oh. my number one. That is your number one. That's my number one. Okay, so anyone else make that in the list? No. It, well, it was a fantasy movie because women cannot play baseball. <laughs> women can't can't do anything. <laughs> women don't leave the kitchen. Um, just kidding. Uh. Sorry. My list is over because everyone else picked my stuff. Yeah, well, that's what you get for picking good movies. Oh. Um, well, then I'll give you the chance. Why Why was it your number one? I mean, Dottie and Kit are the quintessential rivals but love each other sisters. She always, she never lived up to, Kit never lived up to Dottie's status when it come, came to how she looked, to her romantically, to her 
athletically she was just the better sister the taller sister the right. more beautiful sister and then kit was always the little scrawny kind of runt of the litter um and then dotty being the loving <laughs> <laughs> dotty being the loving amazing sister that she was finally gave kit a chance to shine at the end because you know that she could have held on to that ball she did well it for yeah the for sure yeah <laughs> yeah um no, I, and I agree with all of that. I mean, I picked it because it's a great movie. Um, yeah. I, I watched that a lot as a kid. Um, you know, Tom Hanks's character, like, is great in Jimmy it. Deacon. Like, uh, Yeah. And, you know, the actresses, Gina Davis and... Uh, is it Laurie Laura, Petty. Laurie Petty um, from Free Willy. Uh, yep, <laughs> that's where she's from. Their, uh, their performances <laughs> are so great because they're so different but so alike. And, I mean, that's kind of what to show siblings like that and it just mm-hmm. worked really well and i love their dynamic and it's uh it was consistent throughout the movie as well it uh it was always just kind of there was just kind of ups and downs in their relationship and mm-hmm. the kind of journey we're on and i think that's what you want in a movie and it's when i thought about siblings it just came to my head right yeah. away i was like oh those those were like as dynamic as that's i get the siblings was my number one yeah it would be interesting to see a league of their own but instead it was gilbert and arnie in those books. <laughs> but, but now I'm going to just do that to everything. I'm going to come up with my top 100 movies. Like, what about Little Women, but it's Arnie and Gilbert? What about Jurassic Park and, and... Arnie's? Oh, Jurassic Park, Arnie Jurassic Gilbert. Park, Gilbert is Alan Grant, and Arnie is the dinosaur. I the T Rex. Or you could All be right. Timmy stuck in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> or Arnie just plays oh everyone God. else, and Gilbert's yeah. just Alan Grant. So that means Arnie's also playing Laura Dern's character, Ellie Sattler. That's oh, perfect. Problematic. So did Leanne give her number two yet? No, so Leanne did not give her number two. Or her three. Did you give your three? Yeah. Her three was what's sitting in Gilbert grave. My two is Frozen. Oh, my God. Oh Mine my as God. well. That's your, wait, <laughs> so that was your number two. That's my number two. Sound oh. alarm. Sound alarm. We have a match. Ah, the virus has been lifted. Um, okay, so oh, so the sisters. So Leanne, are you more of an Elsa, or are you a Anna? Anna. Julie and I have, I believe, texted this before. I am clearly Anna, and she is Elsa. Obviously, there's uh, some things we watched Frozen two recently, so there's some things that we have uh, questions about Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I can't believe I didn't even think about Frozen. Uh, that's a really good pick. It's a good pick. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Miriam, are you an Elsa or an Anna? Uh, uh, I think I might be one of those rock trolls. (laughs) (laughs) He's a fixer up, (laughs) huh? I have moss growing on my back. It's a problem. (laughs) You have been in the woods for a while. Um, I'm uh, the, I'm the the mayor of Weaseltown. Weaseltown, Weaseltown. <laughs> yeah, Frozen is I guess quintessential in yeah. sibling dynamic. So yes. that was that was pretty was obvious good, actually. Good pick. I'm actually kind of curious what's number one. That was your number two. That then. was my number two. So we already know what Juliet's number one is. I said what my number two. Leanne, why don't you just go ahead and say what your number one is? My number one is Little Women. Remember? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, the first a... exciting <laughs> match. <laughs> yeah, it sounded the whistle. I thought, I thought that was Gilbert Grape. Oh yeah, because we matched. Yeah, because oh, yeah. we matched yeah. other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Come on, guys. Um, that's like five times already. That's I true. can't. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's right. So, so really, it's just the grills that need to tell who they're. Number they're the one. last number one. So Miriam, why don't you, what was your last number one? My number one is Practical Magic. Oh, one of my yeah. top movies. Clearly, a magical yeah. theme going on in yeah. this. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, yeah. But I mean, when you first told me to pick out my, the first two that came to mind were Practical Magic and Frozen, and then I just kind of built the rest of the list mm. based off of those. But but, you know, it's, uh, again, a sisterly theme. It's also about, you know, women and women empowerment. Mm-hmm. There's uh, there's magic. There's magic in it. <laughs> Practically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I have not seen it. Yeah. Oh, I have it on DVD. That might be on our list. That might be on our list to watch. We can do I'm the adding dance. it right now. Yeah. Oh my god, we can Add get it. all the brooms in the house and make a circle. Or we could be like Hocus Pocus one as a vacuum. Uh, <laughs> well, wait till you see the yeah. movie. <laughs> oh no. I bet I can guess your number one. Okay, cool. Ooh. All right, fine. You all get one guess. Oh, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to get. No, none of you are gonna guess. I'm gonna this. guess Royal Tenenbaums. No. Oh. Why wasn't that on your list? Uh, it's another sibling movie where two siblings go a little too far with each other. Yeah, that's true. But trust me, my number one is so awesome. Twenty-seven dresses. Uh, close. It almost made my list. <laughs> Leanne, do you have a guess? Rugrats the movie. Oh, Rugrats in Paris. That didn't almost make that's my the, list. So. That's <laughs> the one. What's the one with Dill Pickles? Tom wants to get yeah. rid of Dill. All right, guys. All right, Max is number one. All right, all my little women. Uh, <laughs> my, my my number one is the most dynamic brother relationship that's ever been in cinema. I am picking Napoleon Dynamite. Are they? Oh, oh let that sit in. That's I a was, good one. That's my number first one. Thought was like he's not brothers with Pedro. No, <laughs> he's not. That is true. But he is brothers with Kip. And their dynamic throughout that whole movie where Kip basically has to raise him horribly. Um, he has to call him when he's feeling sick and he wants to get sent home. Kip's chatting on line with babes all day. LaFonda. And then, uh, of course, the Uncle Rico dynamic comes in and Kip is starting to adjust to him. Then, you know, Kip kind of growing into it. And finally, like the whole ending wow. moment with Napoleon and Kip. When he's going to leave with LaFonda. <laughs> and uh, it's like, yeah, peace out. <laughs> Obviously, it was a goofy pick, but nice. those brothers are pretty I awesome. I like that so. one. I had an I honorable like mention of uh, stepbrothers. Ooh, that's an uh, obvious. Yeah. Wow. I thought, Especially if you were talking about step siblings. Uh, what's the Paul Rudd? Uh, Our idiot brother. Yes, yes, yes. I thought that was going to be one of your picks. Next. Oh, that that is a good one. Honestly, I think that movie for me it starts off really well and then just kind of gets kind of it fizzles. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of uh, fizzled out for me. I, I love when he gets busted by the cop selling him weed <laughs> at, at the <laughs> farmers market. I thought that was amazing. That was really good. Uh, yeah. Uh, Leanne had an honorable mention. What was your honorable mention? House arrest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an interesting pick. That's an old uh, Disney, right? I think so. Yeah, like the kids I love uh, lock, that movie. Their parents are like Kevin Pollack and Jamie Lee Curtis, and they lock yeah, them they in the lock, basement. Yeah, and then all their neighborhood friends want to lock their parents in the basement, <laughs> yeah. and they have a party. Until they work it out. 
And the irony is everyone is locked in their house right now. So. Right. Oh. <laughs> Topical. We all are on house arrest. Quarantine. Oh, man. That, so these are some solid movies. I'd like to list them all right now, but this is list. It's a very <laughs> long list. Uh, this is great. Well, hey, Leanne, we hope you and the family are watching High School Musical 2 and staying safe in in Maryland. And uh, Bet on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone I hope everyone is staying uh sane. Oh, that's a high school musical joke. Okay. Oh, we need to watch just that scene. It's so dramatic. It's- uh I'll think about it. All right, well, uh thank you so much, Leanne, for joining us for the first time. We'll do, me. we'll do this again. Miriam, of course, thank you uh for, for taking a break us. of your quarantine with us to talk with <laughs> us. In a room with us. Finally talk with us. It was good to hear your voice. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Juliet. <laughs> yes, Max. You are not elderly. All right. You <laughs> are you. you are a I young you are a young Arnie. So <laughs> Uh, but thank you as well for co-hosting with me and uh, let's do this again soon and thank you everyone for listening out there rate and review us because you've got nothing else going on right now just five stars is always appreciated always good and you got some time don't tell me you're too busy to write a review because you are in your house right now tell us what you're doing in the reviews you don't even have to review us you just rate us and then in the reviews just write down what you're doing yeah well well, here's an example Um, I made a pizza today five stars great Love it. Tell us your top five Simply movies. Oh, tell us your top five. Good idea. Yeah. And of course, just listen to all our shows because. uh, Again, what else do you want to do? That'd be really cool. All right, cool. (laughs) Well, uh, we will all be together again very soon to watch another movie, but that was our review of Onward. And we'll see you next time when we film you in. Like film, that's what they all say. Great movies, it's the American way. I wish they had a show where they reviewed movies, which they do. It's called the Film and You Win Show. I like movies, big, big movies, big movies. It's floating pictures, it's so great. Movies, so join us, everybody, for the Film and You Win Show. Let's get some lunch.